Welcome everybody to Locked On, a Tom Clancy podcast. We are back. I know we promised weekly and we're now three weeks between drinks, but we are back. I apologize uh, as I do at the start of every episode. I am Wilco. With me tonight is Mr. Buttersocks himself. He's now officially joining all of his accounts together to become the official Mr. Buttersocks. Welcome, Josh. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. I'm slowly getting there at getting them together. I just got to work out how to do a few of them. Okay. Do you want to tell everyone what really happened? You got drunk on PAX night and we forced you to and we pressed the button that said okay before you actually did it. I actually pressed the button myself. Oh, I was sure. going to do it but I never never did. Okay. And then yeah, just decided, you know what, fuck it, I'll do it. Okay, cool. So he is now officially at Mr. Buttersocks on Twitter if you want to Twitter it at him um and yeah, do all that kind of stuff. So yeah, slowly he's getting there. With me tonight is Cal. How you going, Cal? Good, mate. Long time between drinks. Great to be back. Yeah, it's been about three months since we talked to you last, so welcome back. (laughs) Master of the understatement. Or overstatement, I should say. Oh, well. It feels like that long, Um, anyway. I think last time we recorded, you were in the wilds of Queensland, enjoying yourself, so... Yeah, um, I was in your your neck of the woods. You were, and you didn't even drop by. No, I was too busy, unfortunately. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) It was one of those things. Um, It was. Yeah, life. Gotta love it. Um, Yep. Welcome back to the podcast, mate. How you been since it's been oh, so long? Flat out. Um, yeah, so I've been holidaying with family and then work has literally had me hang, hanging by the ankles and then um, finally got a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. So, yeah, back into sort of at least doing a bit of casual gaming, which is nice for a change. Yep. So, uh, yeah, been checking out a bit of Ghost Wars, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Oh, yes, you will, because you're the one who's played it, so you're the one with all the info. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> How, how's the planning going for PAX 2018? Oh, it's on now. I, um, on. <laughs> I was living vicariously through you and then also watched your Twitch stream on uh, Saturday and realised that I think you particularly got the bump steer, personal opinion. I don't know. I don't understand why you didn't get put in for uh, Mario Kart and you got that other... Was it Gravity or something? Gravity, yeah. Gravity. Yeah. There's a sneaky um, B in there instead of a V. It's called oh, Gravity. Oh, okay. Gravity. Gotcha. Grabbing gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought you got robbed hashtag robbed but uh uh yeah i did um that was yeah probably my bad since everyone else grabbed a controller and i grabbed the only one that was left um and i'm the <laughs> one who got blamed for picking up the wrong controller um oh. yeah so look it doesn't matter i proved my skill on stage in front of everyone even no, though no, it didn't well come across so but uh, no um, it's made me even more hyped up for next year so uh plans are in place just got to make sure that when the date's out i've got deposits ready to roll for accommodation that's it. or whatnot. That's nice. It. That's the key part of it. So mm. plan early, people. We are in a post-PAX episode tonight, so you'll yeah. probably hear a lot of PAX talk, even though Tom Clancy wasn't really part of PAX this year, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Splinter Cell yeah. did not get so, announced. Um, yeah, Splinter Cell, next Splinter Cell um, uh, <laughs> issue is uh, for planned for PAX 18, is that right? I assume so. I assume yeah. that's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. um, that's right. I assume it's going to be a sneaky launch. They're just going to PAX Oz... Uh, 2018. Oh, well, yeah. by the way, he's Splinter Cell. Have it. Enjoy. <laughs> um, might even be up on stage and I might have to play it first in front of everyone. We'll see what happens. I'm talking to yeah. Ubisoft at the moment to try and organise something like that. That's so. I'm, I'm sure you are, Wilco. <laughs> <laughs> talking to Ubisoft's people. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a conversation with Ubisoft. Ubisoft's not replying to my conversations. It's still <laughs> a conversation, though. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? I don't think it's really a conversation when it's overly single-sided, is it? I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was fun though. You did miss out on a little bit of fun. Um, yeah. I didn't really see Josh that much down there, actually. Considering that's what happens last year as well. We went. Um, we spent a fair bit of time, sort of going as a as a pair, and then yes. I go one way and he goes the other, and um, we don't see each other until the drinks get poured after the show. So that, that although you know past experience at PAX, that's actually not such a bad thing because you then get get to share a bunch of experiences with like the guys you're with and get varying yeah. opinions on different bits and pieces so it, it's cool well, that was it yeah, yeah. i mean you know, being a i don't know if i call myself a pax veteran or not because you've got one more on me pete but um i do actually now don't i yeah now you do yeah <laughs> um one more scout badge than i do um but you know like if you spend half the time just trying to find your friends you, you don't actually get to enjoy it you're better off kind of just saying okay well we'll meet under the ferris wheel at 12 o'clock for lunch and then just going off and you want to hang out with a guy and one of your mates while you wander around they're doing the same thing as you then great if not just you know do your own thing yeah i didn't even get Pretty to much. do that because um everyone else met up for lunches on both days i was there and i we had a recording gig to do on the saturday, saturday. Yeah. friday was just full on with um indie stuff to see so yeah it sounds um, like it i saw all these photos of all these agpn meetups at lunchtime and i'm like <laughs> okay Fair yeah, enough. Someone, someone's going to work, man. You know, oh, someone's going to carry the team. My legs are still sore, to be honest, and I've had the Pax Pox ever since. I'm just yeah, it sounds, it sounds, like, <laughs> sounds like someone brought the plague. Like I know, I know that um, you know they were showing off um, Assassin's Creed oranges, but they didn't have to necessarily you know bring you know, authentic you know viral loads from from uh, ancient Egypt with them. That's it. But, but, did you but know... how else are you going to make everybody feel like they're there? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh my god, um... I'm dying. You've got it. <laughs> Um, you know a funny Imagine. thing I didn't even step foot into the Ubisoft booth the whole show and you call yourself a Tom Clancy fan Jesus. well I had no Tom Clancy there did they so okay, I didn't though. play Origins I didn't play Far Cry I didn't play what else I didn't even know what they had um, um, just, they had just they had Fractured But Whole yeah mm. that's, yeah, been, that's I... been planned out for a while though <clears throat> I didn't yeah. step. I didn't step foot in Microsoft's booth. I didn't step foot in Nintendo's booth, and I didn't step foot in Ubisoft's booth. However, I went to wow. EA's booth. So, you're um, bitterly disappointed. Yeah, no, it it was tiny. Um, if you haven't heard the yeah. Megacast yet, I describe it. Uh, it's you know those booths, Cal, when you were there last, and you saw like the little uni students had the one yeah, little yeah. small booth, and they just had a chair and, and a table. Yeah. That was Electronic Arts booth this you're year. Kidding. Nah, serious. Wow, it was, that's disappointing. It was all about this EA test thing and um, play test or something. And you had to yeah, sign yeah. up and register in the aisle way. So there's a guy with an iPad as they always do. Here's my details. Yep, no problems at all. And then you went over and you spun a wheel and mm-hmm. you win a prize. And I'm sitting there to whip going, I'm going to win that yo-yo right there. That's going to be my win. And I spin the wheel and it, the, the dudes looked at me. And ushered me over and said, come here, sir. And I've walked two steps over the other side of the booth. And he's gone, now, you've just won your choice of any PC game on... Any EA PC game. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. So there's like... <laughs> he's gone, the, the Sims, bloody Battlefield, 
And I'm like, fuck, well, I don't want... There's no... E then he goes Battlefront 2. Oh, hold on, new release games that aren't... Oh, okay. Um, I'll Battlefront 2, and then I'm writing in going, shit, no, I want Need for Speed Payback. Can I have that? And he goes, yeah, for sure. Nice. So I got the email today saying, congratulations, your Need for Speed Payback um, code will be out on the 10th of November. So I've nice. picked up a free game and then whip won the yo-yo. So I was even oh, more right. happy. And then, and then you mugged him for the yo-yo and ended up win-win situation. Yeah, that's it. So nice. I... You've seen All I'm hearing you is don't to, you don't want to mug whip. He's too big. I can't take him. <laughs> all, all I'm hearing is I made a mistake in dodging the EA tent. You did. You made a big, big mistake. I, I just looked at him like that looks like shit. I'm not going there. <laughs> it was. I didn't even realize they were going to be there, and I'm like, that's electronic art. That's okay. That's like an art school that's kind of naming themselves. No, no, that's actually EA. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, the the thing I was disappointed about. I never saw the ramen stand. Um, because it was on the oh, promenade yeah. outside and it was miles away. I saw photos. No I saw photos of the ramen stand. Way down the back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But it, and from what I saw from the map this year too, it looked like a lot of stuff was spread out over a lot, lot, lot bigger area. Like mm. there was stuff on the promenade up on the upper levels and all sorts of stuff. Like yeah, it, I didn't even. A... It, I missed the Horizon Art Gallery because it was upstairs mm. in the um in the theatre area. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I saw the I, I missed... saw the map and I noticed there was a lot more spread out along a lot of the promenades in front of the front of the you know um well, Cal, yeah, like you know the you know the boat on the harbour yeah that was part of PAX this year that actually had oh, that's, right. that's where they had some CSAs wasn't it yeah it was up for the whole weekend you could go, actually go oh, over to that sick. at any stage and, and book in and um yeah ha actually play CSAs on a pirate ship it was beautiful nice. so cool. good anyway. fun oh we're a Tom Clancy podcast yeah. um fuck <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that um, so we're talking, what have you actually been up to? Let's do that. Um, Josh, what have you been up to? I guess Tom Clancy related besides PAX? Uh, well, I've been recovering from PAX. Uh, yeah. actually had two sick days this week cause I just literally couldn't get out of bed. Um, other than that, I did play a little bit of Rainbow Six prior to this podcast. Well, that's good to hear. Yes. Uh, just, just running through. Uh, making sure I keep the skills sharp. Did you win? Yeah, I won a few. Died in a few. And what are you playing on PC? No, no, this is on PS4. PS4, okay. Because I was about to say, yeah. you wouldn't have won on PC. No, no, I would not have. No, not at all. <laughs> um, and Cal, you, you've mentioned a bit of Ghost Wars. Is that the main bit of Tom Clancy you've been up to? Yeah, look, um, managed to jump on and play. It's like a, actually, it's like a few hours with the, um, the fact that I had to wait and wait and wait and wait and wait oh, for Destiny no. 2. Um, yet used yeah. it as a, an excuse Sorry. to go and play some Ghost Wars. <laughs> and um, yeah, um, I don't know if you want me to go through it now, but we'll go through the other other game news first. But um, yeah, generally wasn't wasn't a bad game. I think I think it would be good to get all of us on there and actually play around as a team because. I think it was, you know, that element was a bit lacking, but, um, yep. yeah, no, I was, you end up sinking a fair few hours into it, to be honest, it kind of snuck up on me. Nice. Yeah, so what we'd played beforehand is, um, was pretty enjoyable, had had the mm. guts of a, a good game. Yeah. Um, I think we we might not have talked about why we didn't like it at the time, but I, I, I yeah. assume they've probably fixed all the things. How was the wait yeah. times, because you were playing on your own? Well, th that was the interesting part, so I might as well just go into it now. I mean... Yeah, no, we're straight into it. Straight into it? Sweet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
as we talked about before, it plays a lot like R6 Siege in regards to the, the way that the mechanic is with the different class types. Um, yep. What's interesting is the guy, and again, this is um, showing my naivety and lack of experience with R6, but um, what you start with is like a, a, a bit of a jack-of-all-trades character, which is reasonably balanced in regards to what it can and can't do. And so then that's you a get, recruit, is it? Yeah, it's a recruit. And you end up getting... Um, like buffs on that particular character which then become universal buffs for the rest of your characters thereafter which is actually not a bad oh, little mechanic okay. and I think it's things like added speed or added percentage um, increase so you don't have to XP. level up each character you still do well you still do okay. and those add extra elements to the, the you know, improved improved bits and pieces on top of that but you then have some overarching um, bonuses you can add to you know, whichever loadout you go with, depending upon what you recruit, you know, what you've unlocked with your recruit. So yep. it um, kind of plays to kind of get the recruit bonuses opened first, depending upon the, their value. Yeah. Because they can be used within yep. the other character. Um, okay. What, probably from a game perspective, yeah, they, they did improve a lot of it. Obviously, we had access to closed beta, and due to the lack of numbers, there was some interesting things going on. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll just yes. leave it at that. Um, but... It, I guess the biggest thing was it took a it took a little while to get a hang of and and the reason I say that is like in comparison to the normal sort of PVE game where you know you can just run around and shoot stuff and generally feel yeah. pretty confident you had a very limited number of people a fairly large open area so it kind of harked back to what was the old style of Ghost Recon where you're kind of creeping through the bush. You didn't really know where everyone was. You might hear a yep. shot off in the distance and that kind of stuff, which made made a great use of what I, you know, fog of war, made a lot more tactical. Yeah, you started using cover a lot more, started sneaking a lot more. Um, probably my only criticism of it was, or two main criticisms were, um, for a game that's an offshoot of a major PVE title, um, the I noticed that the the community the community is already quite um salty and quite caustic oh. which is disappointing <laughs> which i guess no <laughs> not a ubisoft title no oh, doesn't have salty communities what are you talking not, about not, not any pvp title at all you know it's more the you know yeah. normal people wailing on other people because they're just in the new in the game and have no idea what they're doing kind of stuff and then just i noticed a bit of that which was disappointing um the drone itself in because one of the so one of the classes is a scout which is effectively like a, a recon guy that yeah is his primary role is to find the other players. The buffs on that particular drone that he gets that allows him to obviously see fair way into the distance um, is quite OP in particular with a couple of maps which are quite narrow, um, which effectively means if you've got a scout that's pretty well maxed out, um, you can cover a lot of area with that scout and pick the enemy players up pretty damn quickly. Um, and I found I was like running around like a mad duck trying to hide when, when the scout kept telling me I was being spotted. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Because so, the scout actually gives them, obviously, visual. And then the enemy player that gets gets spotted gets notified. So you end up having to try and find cover. And you almost end up flushing players out. And I found that games turned around pretty quickly when the scout had good good visual. So, which was Does that drone still ping as soon as you drop it up? Uh, put it up? Or is that... Yeah, yeah. So you can still shoot it down and stuff like that. But then, obviously, shooting gets you... You know, give, yeah. takes your cover away and stuff. But sorry, did they Jackson, drop in things like silences and, and L silences for the drone, so it doesn't make a such an obvious ping? 
Yeah, there's there's silences, but then I guess that's the other side of things. I didn't notice in any of the buffs the opportunity to get silences for your actual weapons. Now, oh, okay. that could be because I just haven't played it enough and I just haven't paid attention to it, or yep. it actually doesn't exist. I'm hoping it's still earlier, not the latter, um, because that's yeah. one thing I thought was a bit bit disappointing and, and probably one of the best, biggest bonuses of being playing if you wanted to play stealthily inside of um, the main game. Yeah. Um, and I guess the other observation is the player base is tiny. I mean, oh, no. they actually do give a player count, mm. and there's only about, like when I was playing the other, you know, let's go back a couple of weeks or so, but there's only about 400 players on. Wow. And, right. Yeah, mm. so you ended up, wait times weren't too bad, or there was one night where I just was waiting for about five minutes and just went, nah, I'll just go play Overwatch. <laughs> like, it just got to that point because you just couldn't get any games, or you ended up playing with the same people over and over again, which is a bit sort of going back to experiences we had during closed beta so i'm hoping it's a bit of a slow burn and it gets yep. some interest from a few people but i i honestly don't think it, it, i haven't seen enough publicity through twitch and and twitter and a few other channels of people that i follow saying hey i'm gonna go play r6 ghost war it's on r6 um ghost wars tonight to kind yep. of think that's going to happen yeah, so i suspect it's going to end up dying yeah. a bit of a slow death that's like i can't death. see it having the same pulling power that rainbow six has because it was purely all about pvp from the start yeah. like this is yeah. a pve game with a pvp mode chapped on it's not gonna yeah I, I just can't see it having that slow burn and it is scary to see those numbers already um, yeah i and... think ghost recon wildlands might be at the end of its life unless they pull out a sneaky actual Oh, pardon me, actual expansion pack rather than a DLC and say... Well, what's what's interesting is they've just released area. another story mode, another yep. another set of missions to play. Now, again, I think the as much as they've set up another set of missions, I suspect they're very going to be very similar in, and, you, and you also have to pay for it through their new premium currency model. Um, yep. I do oh, wow. think they'll probably end up being mm. very much like the other ones that have been previous so apart from nothing else just going and doing some more missions in pve i think you're right i think it's probably near the end of its shelf life do you know the one thing that would get it back to life pretty quickly mm -hmm. battle royale mode thank you very much Let's move on. <laughs> yeah but then they'll get sued no anyone could do a battle it's just a mode as long as you don't use PUBG as your advertising source then you're all good <laughs> It's yeah. What, like, what, what, if it, what if you said it was endorsed by Player Unknown? Oh. Then, then would that be? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, it would be using the Raindrop engine still. Yeah. Is it Cal? Mm. The one that um, Divisions use? I assume so. I'm yeah, because sure. they they've basically got Battle Royale in there, just not as big numbers. Like survival in the Division is yeah, all but yeah. I I, I it. It's a shame because the actual mode itself, you know, as a standalone, would actually make it quite a good game. Like, it really, truly could mm -hmm. be a, you know, if you decided to release a game which was strictly open, rather more open field, class-based, you know, militaristic-style tactical shooter, you'd almost have, like, a, an, a Rainbow Six, but an open world. And I reckon you'd get, and you, and you marketed it as that, I reckon you'd have, have some traction, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and I heard a very interesting theory on a Destiny version of it the other day, which would work very well in this. Instead of having the blue circle coming in, you actually had 
um, you were surrounded basically by the, um, uh, what's the police force in there? Fuck, my brain is not working tonight. In, um... Oh, the, yeah, um... Yeah, I know who you're talking about. The Unidad. Yeah. Unidad. So you'd have, you'd be surrounded by Unidad and they'd slowly push in on you and instead, like, the front line would just be base, base units and then if you went too deep outside the circle, you'd start getting into the, the more heavy units mm. and then outside of that, they had, re- like, they had helicopters and basically everything would be trying to just, just absolutely kill you one shot um, so that that would force you to try and come in closer and closer and closer but um yeah. there's no law that would make that work so I, that's the big thing with tom clancy games is they try and keep it all sort of yeah to the yeah but how does in some way yeah, yeah but how does a 4v4 oh, i don't know actually yeah good point so i don't know um look i know <laughs> that they're, they're talking about it uh what, okay. what how they can bring bring battle royale into something if ubisoft they've already mentioned that that that'd be a good little addition to one of their games and I've said before that it would fit into this better than anything else. So yeah, to do agree with that. Yeah. So look, that's an idea. You could just be surrounded by Unidad, and they could just be pushing you in. And like, you can take some of them off, and that's where you get your loot from. But the further you push out, the harder it is. The harder the PVE enemies are. So mm. Mm. that's probably the smartest way to do it. But anyway, look, that's just ideas for nothing. Ubisoft enjoy. Uh, just let me announce uh, Splinter Cell next year at Pax Oz. That'd be great. <laughs> Um, so look, we've just waffled on for way too long for a short podcast tonight. We haven't even got into the news yet, but there isn't a lot. So let's get into... Also, Ghost Recon uses Anvil. Oh, does it? There you go. So it's a separate one altogether. That's weird. Hmm. They've got so many different engines. Like we just heard the other day about EA basically having everything on Frostbite so they can share assets across all their games. Um, Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, Ubisoft's not doing that at all. So basically, if you want a helicopter that's going to crash in each different Ubisoft game, you've got to create it from scratch yeah. on each different one. You've got to create it in Snowdrop, you've got to create it in... It is Anvil. Snowdrop, not Raindrop, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's interesting. So let's move into the news. Joshua, I know you. we didn't talk about you watching uh, Rainbow Six at PAX either, so... Yes, um, well, I spent probably like 20, 30 minutes uh, having to sit down, just watching what was going on. Yep. Uh, it was pretty cool, because there is, a, apparently, which I found out, a Australian New Zealand Rainbow Six uh, community. Yep. Hmm. Uh, called ANZR6 or something like that, I believe. I can't remember. I've got a little poster oh, wow. leaflet thing hanging around. You probably uh, should a... market us into that and get our podcast going to bigger audiences. I Although really, they're, really should. <laughs> they're probably wanting more serious stuff, so I don't know. If we'd fit uh, I don't know. Uh, judging yeah. by what they did, they had a, uh, a heap of the, uh, the clan members up on stage and they were basically playing whack-a-mole. Oh sweet! You get our content into them. We're 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 sold. We're yeah, that'd, that'd make us like that'll that'll make us like the the, you know, the current affair of um. That's it. You know, level Except... of journalistic seriousness. If they're Actually, playing yeah, look, stage. That's it. So, <laughs> um, you enjoyed the matches watching them live. Yeah, yeah, it was it was um, it was good, stupid fun. Um, as yeah, they were on on Hereford base. They'd set up uh, the deployable shields. They had. Uh, one person from each team shooting at any one time. 
Yeah. Uh, and then the other guys on the other team would pop their heads up from behind the shield and you had to try and headshot them to win. <laughs> it was actually quite hilarious to watch. Nice. So this is the new sit version of Rainbow Six is coming soon. Yep. And by the way, that's for you, Perko, <laughs> if you ever listen to one of these episodes. So it wants <laughs> everyone to be calling esports esports from now on. So E-gaming. E-gaming, that's it. <laughs> Um, so let's give us some actual news from Rainbow Six, hey? Alright, so mid-season reinforcements came down Tuesday, I think it was. Um, so they're taking on the uh, Ping Abusers. Uh, yep. They've got got a whole dev blog on their site going through um, what constitutes Ping Abuse versus uh, Pika's Advantage and all that sort of thing and how it all plays into the game and what they're doing to try and stop people from abusing ping, but still allowing you to have some form of peaker's advantage. Uh, Cause that's just, that's what uh, online gaming is, is like, yeah. it's your reaction time plus the server's reaction time sort of thing. And yeah. your distance from the server um, as to, all that sort of stuff. So they're trying to bring it down so that uh, if you're peeking and shooting, you're not getting too much of an advantage over the other player. Yeah. Based off distance, but um, you st- there's always going to be that advantage. But well, there will be. Yeah. Now, Cal, you're you're um you're familiar with a game called MechWarrior Online. Yeah, I'm. They had once or twice. They had host state <laughs> rewind built into that game for to help alleviate the ping issues. They did. How did that go with it? Um, I think generally, um, I mean, <laughs> the difference the difference with MechWarrior Online was that the pretty much until very late in the game, the majority of the servers were based um, in in the states, which meant, yeah, depending upon your ISP, you either had marginally good ping or absolutely woeful ping, um, and the Americans loved it, particularly if you're yeah. playing the same time zone as them because you know they just literally leverage off ping and it was good but not great host state rewind obviously leveled the playing field when that came out much to so you had a fairly large north american player base completely whinge their pants off about it and saying it was unfair just because they lost their advantage and and um i think generally it, it worked reasonably now, obviously well. it's more of a slow-paced shooter where Rainbow Six is a Twitch-based shooter, which That's makes it right. a lot harder to and, implement it. Yeah, and, and they brought in Host State Rewind because, and just to give a bit of background, MechWarrior Online is obviously a, a, a battle mech or a, battle, no, a, a giant stompy robot-based game. However, um, they deliberately held off in, in the game lore itself. There's a lot of, there's actually light mechs, which are actually meant to be inherently fast. So, But they deliberately held back on issuing rolling out the mechs that had what's called mask attached to it which is almost like adding a turbocharger to it which meant that you instead of going say 150k an hour they were doing upwards of 200k an hour plus which pre high state rewind you know if you got an american on there with a very small mech running at 300k an hour there is no hope <laughs> in hell you'd ever know to even go yeah, near you'd to touch be aiming it. you'd have to aim ahead of you have to aim are. three quarters across the map and hope to hope to God that you actually that's where they're travelling. That's where um, they were, yeah. Yeah. So with the advent of that plus changing it to um, regional based servers, it really did sort of um, even it out and it allowed them to 
create more content. So yeah, are they, are they yeah. planning on doing something with R six or that you're thinking? No, no, I was something? just, I was just, I was just bringing that up as maybe mm. a, an option. Now, host state rewind just quickly. The maths behind it is um, the server will have a look at where the person was on your screen on your computer so you, you send the data of where they were and where you shot and it will then calculate whether you actually hit them or not so you would fire the shot you wouldn't get the like it would then use the lag someone it, it end up in situations where people were getting hit like seconds after when they actually got fired because originally it looked like you missed on your screen but then would the host state rewind would rewind everything go okay no this person was actually there on your screen where on the server it says that they were 10 metres over to the right, uh, we're going to give you that hit because that's where they were on your screen. And um, sort of yeah. gated ping, but it made for some really weird things where, where you were shooting at people, wasn't registering for a couple of seconds. And um, similar thing happens in Destiny where you get ghost bullets where you hit, where you sh or ghost kills where you, you know shoot people and then all of a sudden they die 10 seconds later. Yeah, so, they run off down the map and they're like, oh, no, no, I'm dead. Yeah. It's like, oh. Cool. <laughs> so you're getting stuff like that, but in in a slow base shooter like Macquarie Online, it wasn't really an issue because you weren't travelling that far, unless you're yeah. in a super high powered light mechs. So yeah, uh, recently like, they had to do it basically because of those fast mechs because it was just a joke yeah. otherwise. And it was and it was it was different weapons based. I mean, they've got, I guess, the other reason is you had varying different weapons platforms as well. You had missiles, you yeah. had which had tracking, and then you had um, projectile weaponry which yeah. obviously is dumb firing as well as lasers and things. So yeah, they had to do something to try and make sure that people couldn't, you know, get stuff which had very quick momentary twitch firing capability, things like, yeah, you know, high-velocity high wet rounds plus lasers. Yeah, and it also mechs. built this very localised-based meta where mm. if you're in Australia, you were using these lock-on missiles more than the, the instant-hit ones, where in America that's what they were using doing more damage because they could see exactly where you're on the map um but the funny part was when they put in host state rewind all these players in our armed group were all of a sudden missing their shots drastically <laughs> because they were all used to aiming like leading the bullets by by you know 10 15 meters to the yeah. right of where the player was heading and they were hitting because of the ping and then all of a sudden the ping was negated with this host state rewind and they were missing all these shots and they had to relearn their whole craft again it was quite hilarious to watch actually so yeah. um I don't yeah, think it'll work in Rainbow Six, but it is an option. Obviously, they have something like that technology. Yeah. Well, from what I can tell, they're bringing in something that's kind of similar in a way. Yeah. Um, so they've got a few GIFs on on the blog post that sort of shows this is what it's at, where it's like across a 2,000 millisecond ping, yeah. uh, player one sees uh, the peak is registered by the server, player two sees the person peaking, and then... In a 300 millisecond time uh, between player one seeing and player one shooting, player one's uh, player two's dead. Yep. Uh, and they've they've not even noticed it, and they've probably fired a shot, but then they catch the bullet, and they're like, "Oh, what the hell?" Okay. Yeah. Uh, whereas they're sort of they're bringing in something similar where the the server will check. Yeah. And so in that 300 millisecond time between player one seeing and firing. Uh, it rewinds 100 milliseconds and goes, was players 2 still in the way? Yep. And it goes, yes, okay, they're dead, no, here, miss, good luck. Okay. So that sounds like a pretty similar setup, so it'd yep. be interesting to see how that works in a, in a more twitchy shooter um, like Rainbow Six. So that's yeah. 
a, a quite an unplanned conversation that worked out for the best. That's good. Mm. Yes, yes. Uh, and this is uh, some more stuff in the mid-season reinforcements. Looks like it's going to have an impact on the pro players as well. No, not so much not the, the people playing players. for fun, but Leave but the pro alone. players. So it's it's going to switch up the meta from what they can tell. Okay. Well, that's um, yeah, so Capcan will probably get more play uh, in that his trip mines will now be invisible. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. But they will not be an instant kill. Ah. Yes. So you won't see that little red laser, which they, in the, I think the last reinforcements, they actually dulled the laser yeah. down and that removed the bolt thing. from the you, wall. You'd have to put that down on a doorway. You'd have to then distract them as they were coming through. So you'd have to hope that you were shooting them as they ran in. Or yeah. you put the barricade and they'd accidentally just, you know, smash through the barricade and set it off. Or you'd have to try and somehow distract them from that red light, which was always counterintuitive to someone who was there setting up traps. Yeah. But, but now it's like, you put it up, you can't see the laser, but you're not going to get killed if you're at full health. No, but that person will obviously then be pinged on the radar to say that, yes. that then the damage will be shown. So, yeah. Um, uh, also, Blitz will now be able to sprint without lowering his shield. Ooh, cool. Yes, so he'll be able to charge in, shield up, taking people out. Um, they're looking at... There was some stuff there for Habana, something more to do with her pellets. Yep. Uh, increasing the reliability on them, so probably just uh, making the hole bigger. Yeah. Possibly. Okay. Well, that sounds pretty cool. Yes. Uh, following on from that, uh, I think it was actually today that this happened. Uh, Ubisoft has announced Operation White Noise, which is the final operation for YouTube content um they haven't released much in regards to it apart from the fact that uh they've got a little cheeky uh teaser trailer for it that shows um can't remember what the name of the monster is but it's literally the logo of soul city uh the map itself is going to be uh what they've described as a vertigo inducing map Oh, excellent! So it's it's tall. Yeah, um, we could have like a skyscraper type of setup, which yeah, so sim- similar to the skyscraper map that we've got, but you yeah. are just basically on the three floors. Uh, this yeah. one is apparently going to be a little bit more hectic than that. Uh, and there's theories that one of the sole operators is going to be uh, using a sound-based uh, special ability. Yeah. Uh, so you'll get your two uh, Seoul operator, uh, South Korean operators from, I can't remember what the name that they've given that group of people, uh, the 707 Special Mission Battalion. Yeah. Uh, and you'll also be getting your second Grom operator. Okay, cool. But there's not much in the way of information out for them. Uh, and also the Rainbow Six Siege second anniversary is coming up in just less than a month so we should be seeing uh operation white noise drop in the next few weeks i think yep well that'll be good yes good timing i'll have to start playing it fairly soon although i've got so much on um 
Okay, so roadmap coming soon for year three, which will be uh, awesome. Possibly, yeah. So I, I'd expect the roadmap uh, to be out uh, shortly after the release of White Noise. Yeah. Um, probably around Christmas time, I reckon. You expect probably the same as last year, just the four seasons with extra, with two, two operations. Yeah, so it'll be... I, I think they may be, uh, with Operation Health coming in, they might be pushing the Polish map out to next year. Yep. Um, or it might be a Christmas present for us. Who knows? Um, but yeah, so it'll be basically... the. If they release, it'll be the same thing. Uh, it'll be four different anyway. That's the main thing. Yeah. Okay. Four four lots with two different operators and a map each, unless they are at a point where they can shake things up a little bit and add some different modes and what have you. I would love some different modes, but I don't think that's going to happen. They they seem to be happy with the success they're getting at the moment. So. Yeah. No, it would be nice to see a new mode though. Yeah. Even if it's one for the year. That's it. But anyway. Um, so that wraps up the Rainbow Six news. Um, the division news is all I've got here is more players being have a chance of participating in the console PTS, and the PTS yes. continues. Um, uh, hopefully, get some more news on 1.8 fairly, fairly soon. I missed last night's state of the game, so I apologise if there were some big announcements in that. I don't think there was. Uh, the podcast I did listen to was with Hamish, with two more community representatives that they've just employed so one of the actual star players out of the ghost recon wildlands visit last year actually he's now got a job as a community representative so that's pretty cool nice i forgot names but i apologize for that but yeah so say hello uh if you're in the forums to the new guys that are working over there at the moment so um other than that look ghost recon wildlands has a special halloween challenge coming soon which seems like it's, it's Halloween probably coming thing. on or it might still be around yeah i think it finished two days ago it's there, we go. there you go so that happened yeah. <laughs> um happened. in our absence so um yeah that was cool enjoy um hopefully some more stuff coming up soon with other events like that because that's always good stuff to try and get people back into the game so which they mm. desperately need at the moment yes um okay so that pretty much closes out the news we've rushed through the last couple um so the quick wind-up apparently there's no whip tonight apologies everyone uh he couldn't make it so that's where he is uh didn't forget about you not at all um oh we did eventually remember we we were going to record last week at pax but there wasn't a lot of news and we were fairly drunk and we didn't have time so apologies for that and the week before was just terrible timing with everything and people were sick so, um, look, we plan next Friday we'll be on again. If we can move it from a Friday, we might have to eventually, but we'll talk about that off the air. Um, yeah. Other than that, look, we've got lots of stuff happening coming soon. I've got uh, Hands of Fate 2 pr- um, review copy just arrived today, so I'm going to start playing that fairly soon. Got a review coming to the website with that. Uh, I've got a lot of PAX articles coming up on ultrasitmega.com.au, so check them out. And as I said before, Need for Speed Payback, probably end up reviewing that as well. Um, Josh, what do you got coming up? Uh, not a great deal. No, uh, just that's good. Just the usual podcasts. Um, working on the usual stuff in the background. Yeah. Playing some games. That's about Sweet. it. <laughs> um, just before I get to Cal, I am. We've got super hype train this Monday night. Hopefully, it'll be Hands of Fate two. We will probably not have Defiant developments on there, but if um, they're they're still getting back to me, if they can, that'll be great. Uh, if not, we'll get them on a 
mega cast episode down the track and talk to them about their game. But we got Voxel Agents, the makers of the Gardens Between, which just got unveiled by Sony on the Paris Games Week 4 as coming to PlayStation 4 next year. So uh, played it at PAX. It's going to be great to have them on for a chat on Tuesday night. So keep an ear out for that podcast as well. So Cal, what have you got coming up? Um, I have now sucked sucked into the drinking the Kool-Aid and are now playing Destiny 2. So I suspect well, that'll yeah, be taking a level that up, don't I? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hashtag carry. Um, yep. Yeah, no, I think they'll be taking up a fair bit of whatever time I get to play in games. Um, my workload at work is still retardedly big, and it doesn't look like getting any different to the end of the year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's probably what I'll squeeze in between looking up stuff for uh, GRW if and when it happens. But uh, actually, just one last thing, um, and this is off the back of the um, post packs, or oh, no, no, not post packs, during packs um, hype train podcast yep. um i decided to start following odd odd gods and yes. how good is that three guys that did that literally as soon as i started following immediately followed me back on twitter which i thought was pretty cool so you um, are someone special now i i, I feel i feel loved <laughs> um not not skill up warframe loved but i do feel loved so um yeah, yeah so uh yeah look I, from what you guys are talking about on the um podcast it sounds interesting so i'll keep an eye out for that one but uh yeah no um detail of the way for now literally on my screen at the moment i've got three articles i'm in the middle of writing and one of them is my old god's impression article <laughs> so it will be up fairly soon um, he is a freaking amazing man to talk to as well and we're going to get him on the mega cast at some stage when things die down a little bit on our end um so look forward to that he's just like, he came out and said, I just can't believe that he said that was, oh, we don't know if this is a game or not. We just sort of made it and <laughs> brought the packs to see if people liked it. And if people liked aren't it, we might the... continue making it. We're like, fuck, and aren't man, these the guys awesome. that, Aren't these the guys that are basically, like, doing this part-time? Um, or is that they another sort game? of like, were. He, he, yeah. uh, might have been another one, but this these guys, like, he's ex-bloody everything. He's got a list a mile long where he was part of... Um, He's part of Bioware, I think, EA, like all these different things. He's got all these massive games that he's worked on at some stage or other. And it was him and this other guy just sort of went, oh, I've got this idea. Do you want to sort of go with it? He goes, yeah, I'll, we'll see where it goes. And like I said, they started working on that. And then all of a sudden, they sort of went, we'll take it to PAX and see what people think. And everyone's like, what, you mean this isn't confirmed to be coming out? I said, no, we just <laughs> no one likes it. We're not going to bring it out. We just wanted to see what people thought. Well, fuck. Bring it out, bring it out now. Awesome. So, um, yeah, nice. keep an eye out for more content of that. It, it'll be next year, but it's really looking good. So, um, yeah. yeah. Well, they even uh, got an article in Gamer Ranks as well. Oh, did they? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that, it's, um, yeah, it's going to be something pretty special. I, um, I've got his business card here. I've got to talk to him. I've got to contact him later. But he's, yeah, very, very keen. He's just up for a chat. Like, we... I sat there and talked to him for about 25 minutes and didn't even play the game. I'd tell Whip to get on and play the game because I was just too busy talking to this guy. I didn't want to stop talking to him. So, um, yeah, it's it's good stuff and I can't wait. And Skillop, I think, mentioned it as his one of his game of the shows as well. So um, keep an eye out. You're a good man, Cal, but they're all following you. You need to get me my contacts, mate. That's what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, <laughs> see what I can do. Thanks, no no promises. Um, 
So look, that's it. You can get me at Wilco's Chill Zone uh, on all the cool things. I'll be streaming. I'm supposed to be streaming half an hour ago. Apologies to anyone who's uh, waiting on my channel, but oh. I'm not streaming. Uh, I still don't know what I'm playing. Cal wants me to play Destiny. Steve wants me to play PUBG. I've got to work out which boys I'm playing with. Um, yeah. Jeez, it sucks being wanted. It is. Um, <laughs> where can people find you, Mr. Buttersocks, man, at Mr. Buttersocks? Uh, yeah, so Mr. at Mr. Buttersocks. That's who's S-O-X. Who's Who's that? Uh, he's gone now. He's gone. Actually, yeah. if you search that, you might still be able to find me. I don't know how Twitter works. <laughs> it um, doesn't. It just doesn't. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so hit me up there, uh, and I will give you all the things that you need to know. Has anyone for, ever hit you uh, No. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Cal, where can people find you? Uh, Twitter, um, at Cal underscore Heinrich, um, which I'm hoping to change because it's just too damn hard to keep repeating on podcasts, and oh. on all the other things, Cal AU. It should be Fridge with Triple E in there. That should, that's really hard to fucking say. <laughs> yeah. I, I think um, we're all glad you changed that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so you can also find him in our Discord. No, not our Discord. Our clan chat for Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's at CalAU. Mashies, thanks for inviting him to the Discord, but he's been here for a while. Um, <laughs> that was funny. Was a Majero, <laughs> that was a great conversation. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, you should come join our Discord finally. I was on there last night. Oh, yeah, you were too. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and I do podcasts. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Oops. <laughs> you're, you're that guy. Oh, shit. You're that no, guy. Um, we're a great community. Yeah, look, I'll just mega.com.au. Check out the social tab or community tab or whatever the tab is at the top. It'll give you the Discord and all the other Facebook and Twitters and everything else. Go follow it. Lots of good content coming. Lots of good indie content coming too, so keep it locked there. Um, this is locked on. You've also got Super Hype Train. You've also got the Mega Cast. All podcasts out of this family, and I'm trying to get a fourth podcast back up again. So keep your ears out for that. Um, so that's pretty much it. Do us on iTunes, all that kind of stuff. But um, if you guys have nothing else to say, I'm going to close this up and go play games. So um, too easy. Until next week, keep it locked on, and we'll catch you soon. Bye. Gotcha. See yous. Time to pack it up. My work is done.